So let me just start off by saying that this is a very ironic episode to a degree. When I kind of think about everything that I'm going to discuss, it does seem a bit ironic to say the least because this is the most Kenyan episode I have ever done. Like, I don't think there's an episode that's going to involve as much Kenyan talk as this one. But ironically, this is the least patriotic I think I'm going to be on this podcast. Even though it's just in regards to love, sex, and relationships. But anyways, let me kick this Kenyan episode off with some Kenyan news. Now, apparently, according to a new finding by the Universal Intelligence Agency, Kenyan men are more fertile than ever. Which might not sound like much, but essentially what they're trying to say is that, you know, our species probably won't die off if we continue nutting. Now, from what they said, the Kenyan species is here to stay, and thus they have concluded that Kenyan men have superior sperm counts, and thus the survival of Kenyans is guaranteed. Now, considering that there's a looming population crisis in the works that no one's talking about, this probably might sound like some of the best news that every single Kenyan might possibly hear. Like, us having superior sperm counts couldn't possibly be bad news, right? Okay, personally speaking, I feel like it's both good and bad in equal measure. Not that I'm trying to compare apples to oranges here, but essentially, I do feel like this is good and bad news. The good news is, for us Kenyans, more so the Kenyan men, we get to be happy because at least we can say that we can possibly do whatever it is that Elon Musk, Future, and Nick Cannon are all doing at the same time, which is having multiple children. So, you know, we're very fertile and, you know, it's good to know that we can go out there and we can actually do it, but we simply just restrain ourselves. The bad thing is, we know for a fact that the reason why we haven't done exactly what Elon Musk, Future, and Nick Cannon have done in the name of getting multiple children from multiple different women is simply because we lack the one thing that they also share in common, which is money. Because... Let's be particularly honest, I think if we had the kind of money that Elon Musk had, that Nick Cannon had, that Future had, I'm sure a lot of us Kenyan guys would probably be having 12 kids by 6 to 8 baby mamas and we'd still be going out to the club to pick up another shorty to take her back home and fuck her raw. Let's be completely honest, that is something the Kenyan guys can do. Because a lot of Kenyan guys, when they have the money, they'll pretty much go and splurge it. And, you know, if they can bring a babe back home, they'll do that. And the main reason why a lot of us guys don't want kids is because we can already see the kind of burden that's there. But if finance isn't the problem, then we'll happily take that burden. Because you think about it, even from someone who doesn't seem to be making as much money out of the three, kind of like Future, all he has to do is go and release a couple of hits, which, you know, he tends to do very consistently or he releases an album. They go sell a couple of hundred thousand units in the first week. Assuming any of them were going for, say, $20, $30 a pop, if you kind of think about it, that's a fuck ton of money. Okay, that's like 3.6 mil when you're looking at it in dollars. Now, if you decide to turn that into Kenyan money, even though someone's going away with like 70% of it and your manager takes 10 when you kind of think of what 20% of 3.6 mil is, that's actually some pretty good money. 
whether or not you're turning it into Kenyan currency so you can support a bunch of kids with that. But for us guys, we choose to hold back simply because we're not ready to have kids. And you know, because in some cases, you kind of look at the shorty and you're like, you know what? Shit, I wouldn't have kids with this shorty. I'ma pull the fuck out. And what better place to teach dudes to decipher which babes to go long term with versus to keep with for the short term than this podcast right here, which definitely should have been started by saying... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one Break Time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who still believes in pulling out. Because it's either you wear a condom or you remember the fact that you are not Elon Musk, Future or Nick Cannon. He is a man who still wishes astrology was the study of ass. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex and relationships show where I get to talk about men. Sometimes I focus on Kenyan men. Sometimes someone might disagree with me, but usually I like to come to with a conclusion. And if you do agree with it, if you don't agree with it, then the place to share it at is at Breaktime on Westside on Facebook or on IG. The DMs are always open there on Twitter. You can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. And if you have any topic suggestions you'd want me to discuss, if you want to give feedback or if you simply just want to say hi, then the place to do it at is in any of those DMs there. And I would be more than happy to listen to your feedback as well as consider some of the topics that you guys might push. Because I know that sometimes some of the best topics that should be discussed, you usually fall right under my nose and I don't get to see them. But all that said and done, I hope you guys are subscribed and or are following this podcast and giving it a nice rating and or review on your apps. But all that said and done, we do have quite the interesting main topic to get into. But before I get into that, I want us to talk about wisdom. And the fact that a lot of us actually think that wisdom is something that you acquire by age, which is actually bullshit. Wisdom is acquired through experience. Whether it's yours, whether it's someone else's, sometimes you just have to go through some shit for you to become a lot wiser. Which I'd say a lot of Kenyan young men have gone through at this point in time, but not a certain 60-year-old from Muranga who lost 700,000 bob over the course of a week simply because of a babe that he picked up at the bar. Like... To think about it, 700,000 bob just went like that. And it's not like the guy was like a proper baller per se. Like this was a guy who literally just sold a parcel of land and he just came into some good money. So to think that the guy lost what would effectively be the value of a parcel of land even after it was sold, before it starts to accumulate value, like he lost it in a week. Although there's like a full on timeline of how the guy ended up losing his money. So let me just try and look at it. So on November the 10th, the guy sells the parcel of land, receives 700 G's and then he shows up at a bar in Maragua town after disposing the asset. Alright, so he buys about 8 beers, pays 6,320, a babe kisses him and takes him to her house. Dude must have been feeling like he was on top of the world because on Friday, November 11th, Dude must have gotten the hand job of his life because there's no record of him claiming that he actually banged the babe. He ends up explaining to the woman his plan to open a boiled meat business. The woman draws him a 250,000 shilling budget. He's advised to withdraw 350,000. Now, he withdraws 350 Gs, he's left with about 260,000. And that's after all the withdrawals that he's made ever since he got the money. Now, the woman says that she's paid for the premises, or at least the proposed business premises, with a hundred thou and was shopping for workers. She asks for a further hundred thou for licenses. After that, she asks for a further fifty thousand 
for an emergency. I don't know what the fuck that emergency is because this is on the fourth day on Sunday, November the 13th. Now, on the fifth day, the man decides the many ATM withdrawals are tedious and he decides to withdraw the chunks at once. Now, the woman and the guy return to the bar. The woman hands back the guy's ATM and leaves a parcel at the bar containing the dude's clothes. By 10 p.m., her phone was off and this guy's been left with a bill of 3,100 bob. With no money, he dashes to an ATM. On the seventh day, the guy is mugged outside of the same bar after going to the ATM, getting some cash and clearing the bill, and then he then proceeds to go to the police station of Maragua to report having lost all of his money. Okay, so now that's a quick breakdown of how the guy ended up losing a supposed 700,000 shillings although to be quite honest i don't think he lost all 700,000 because when i'm doing this math here assuming that the guy actually removed 350k and removed an extra 150 and considering that i don't think atm withdrawals go beyond 50,000 in most places i do not think that this guy might have lost all of it but he must have lost most of it almost all of it and i don't know maybe the guy removed an extra chunk of 100 to 200 so that it can sort of complete everything off but still how the fuck do you just let a babe lure you into all of that shit even though you were drunk on a bunch of beers because this guy ended up taking what eight beers like come on bruh like i know the guy's 60 and he's old and he's weak and shit but come on bruh you're 60 years old and you're taking eight beers. You've probably been taking much stronger alcohol for most of your life. How the fuck are you swindled by a babe like this? Although, then again, like I said earlier on, wisdom is not something that comes with age. Wisdom is something that comes with experience. And it's unfortunate that this dude went through this because I do not think he has had enough experience dealing with this shit or his friends haven't had enough experience dealing with this shit for them to actually come out and say that this dude was genuinely stupid. Now, by the time the episode goes out, or at least even by the time of this recording, they've already started the recovery process and they've started recovering some of the money, but still, you think about it. This dude literally gave a babe somewhere north of half a mil simply because he liked a babe that kissed him. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but like, there's that thing that babes are told about how they'll kiss a bunch of frogs before they get to their prince, but damn, this woman definitely kissed a golden one because how the fuck do you just milk a dude for all that money? And also for this dude, Maybe he just never got enough pussy in his life, so he actually thought that if he decides to bring in a babe on his business journey, he can probably get a partnership that's more than professional. Either way, in terms of old men, I think this one classifies as one of the dumbest ones because guys that are much more than half his age, hell, even dudes that are a third of his age would know well enough to not bring in a babe and let them swindle them of that much money. But all that said and done, I should definitely move on to our main topic of today. But before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, do you ever wish you or your man's beard game went up? Do you ever dream of feeling a full beard? Do you simply want a beard that looks and smells good? If you said yes to some or all of the above, Accentu is the experience for you or your man. 
Their amazing beard oil is set to revolutionize the market through the use of tested and approved organic ingredients that will make the No Shave November squad not only look ruggedly appealing, but also smell cool and dominant. Get your first bottle for 15% off with their No Shave November deal through the link in the description below and allow you or your man's beard to finally say thank you. Now, back to the episode. Alright, moving on. Now, if there's a group of people that I would say are probably the least patriotic people in this country of Kenya, I would say it is Kenyan women. Like, honestly speaking, with what I'm about to bring out, I feel like Kenyan women are the least patriotic people I have ever seen on planet Earth. Because, I kid you the fuck not, we had an opportunity to actually like rep ourselves and give ourselves a pretty good rep for something more than just running or you know a couple of 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 wildebeest crossing into tanzania and babes literally decided to sell out kenyans and say you know what fuck that shit we do not want that money now of course what i'm saying isn't literal it's more figurative but let me just try and explain how all of this happened now last week there was a video that went viral on social media of a kenyan somali girl busy eating spaghetti now she pretty much would take the spaghetti put it in her mouth and she'd pretty much do this thing with her tongue while she'd twirl it in her mouth and it would pull the spaghetti and the caption that she had put up on the video was how i learned to eat spaghetti in kenya i kid you the fuck not this video goes viral and a bunch of people are responding to it now i saw it on spiritual word on ig and i looked at the comments that were there and i kid you the fuck not like Americans were falling over themselves were like, uh, I'm about to book myself a flight to Kenya. Uh, I'm going to plan my trip. Uh, I don't have enough money, so I'm just going to look for Kenyan babes here in the US, blah, blah, blah. Like these guys were falling head over heels, just trying to get themselves a little bit of that tongue action because, you know, they believe that Kenyans have this shit with them. But guess what? Kenyan women hopped onto that comment section and they refuted that shit before our 15 seconds of fame actually ended up dying off. I kid you the fuck not, I went to the comment section looking for jokes. All of a sudden I'm seeing Kenyan babes who are like, uh, I'm a Kenyan woman and we don't do that in Kenya. I've never seen shit like that. Uh, I live in Kenya and we don't do that shit here. She's a Somali babe. Maybe it's a Somali thing. Uh, you know what? I don't even think she's Kenyan. She's Somali. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a bunch of Kenyan babes coming up and they're like, uh, no, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. I think I only saw one comment where a babe was like, I'm a Kenyan babe and I don't know how to do that. But best believe I'm gonna start learning how to do it right now. And that was probably the most uplifting comment. The rest were just Kenyan babes saying, no, we don't do that. And in my head, I'm like, why the fuck would you choose to say that? Like, this is something so simple that you can learn how to do in, say, maybe an hour or some shit if you have the tongue for it. Or, you know, maybe you can just ask your friends to teach you that shit. Maybe if they know. But this was something that would have increased the number of summer bunnies that come with summer bunny money to spend here in Kenya. And thus, y'all would have benefited the most because a bunch of these people would have either been going to you trying to learn how to do that shit or they would be going to you expecting you to do that shit for them. Which means you could milk them for even more money. But guess what? Y'all decided to throw away that shit. Although, after I thought about it for a second, I actually realized that Kenyan babes have never really been about repping for Kenya all that much. Especially with the dudes. Like, Kenyan babes always talk about how Kenyan dudes are very low quality, oh, we're, we're not very top tier, oh, you know, Ghanaian men are better, Nigerian men are better, 
West African men are better, Congolese men are better, you know, white dudes are nice, oh, you know, at least they have a sense of taste and they don't just go out and drink all the time, oh, you know, like, Kenyan babes have said for a very long time that Kenyan dudes are very low quality and bottom tier and we do not know how to treat women, so foreign dudes are a lot better. And I'll even reference that by going to an Instagram thoughty by the name of Shakila who recently came out to say that Nigerians are the sweetest people you can meet. They give you money and treat you good. I would never date a Kenyan guy. I'm not Kenyan so I have a right to do so. Now that's something that she said and let's be particularly honest most of her rise to fame and most of the money that she's gotten has been from Kenyan dudes. Like it was Kenyan dudes that amped her up into fame and it was Kenyan dudes that were busy paying for that pussy or for club appearances. So my question is, which is quite literally the main topic of today, why the hell is it that Kenyans are just not patriotic? Like Kenyan babes have been doing this for such a long time where they speak so much shit about Kenyan guys, more so Kenyan guys today, more so Nairobi guys, as if we're actually the worst there is. And yet, to be quite honest, we're probably some of the best dudes y'all have ever encountered. Like, I've always sort of asked myself why that's a thing. Because to a certain degree, it's like y'all always make it seem as though the other guys are better. But guess what? Y'all end up marrying Kenyan dudes. Y'all don't go out there searching all that much. And it is quite saddening to a certain degree because to a certain extent, some people have actually said that if it wasn't for the fact that there's not that many foreign guys in Kenya, Kenyan men wouldn't have any babes to hit on or to smash. Which sort of explains why a lot of aunts nowadays aren't really talking about recommending someone from their community. Like there's not that many of my Kenyan aunts that are like, uh, you know, I should probably look for a wife for you. Like I'm not saying that I want it right now but I'm not gonna lie, it did kind of feel a bit patriotic to a certain degree that you know they wanted to look for someone from their side of things but now they're like, uh, you know, you can go and marry from someone else. Like, it's my Ugandan and my Rwandese aunts that are like, you know what? You just come through, we'll find someone for you, you can get married to them. And guess what? A lot of Kenyan dudes aren't really feeling Kenyan babes as well because a bunch of them believe that Kenyan babes are somehow masculine or they've become intimidating or they're just problematic or they're not loyal at all. And that was referenced after a recent report claimed that Kenya was among the top 10 countries, actually number two, with the most loyal wives in Africa. And a bunch of influencers, more so one known as Z Pluto, came out to call bullshit. Because he claims since he usually goes and does this whole thing where he busts people cheating and shit, that that is absolute bullshit. You know, people are cheating left, right and center in Kenya. And to be very honest, this would have been another opportunity to actually have, you know, a bunch of foreign money come in. You know, improve tourism through marrying off some of our girls, you know. The dowry will be nice and shit because instead of bringing cows, they can just bring money. Like, this is another instance of Kenyans not being particularly for Kenya. You know, this whole patriotism thing in terms of our people being great is something that we're not particularly good at. So we'll always talk shit about each other. You know, the Kenyan guys will say that the Kenyan women can't be as submissive as the Ugandan ones and they're not as beautiful as the Rwandese. You know, the Kenyan babes will say that the Kenyan guys are not as generous as the, as the Nigerians. They'll say that they're not as nice at treating them as the Ghanaians or, you know, they don't have the kind of dick that Congolese dudes have or some shit or whatever it is that they'll say. And at the end of the day, you kind of realize that us as Kenyans are just not really good at promoting each other in terms of good partnerships. 
like we believe the absolute worst in each other even though we are still going back to each other in the same exact dating pool. Because you kind of think about it, in the spaghetti story, in the viral video that kind of sparked up this entire conversation for me, when you kind of look at it, these babes would have been like, yeah, 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 come through, come through. Us Kenyan babes are lit like that. Oh, you know, us guys know how to work it with the mouth. And all they'd have to do is literally just be like, yo, Kenyan babes, we need to pull up our socks. Like, go to your IG stories and shit and say, you know what, it's about time we learn how to do this shit. You know, go do it as like a TikTok challenge or some shit because that's the one way we know Kenyan babes can actually get to do something in unison. Don't Rush is a pretty good example of that. And you know, a bunch of babes will know this shit. And not only will it improve the chances of increasing tourism by summer bunnies, but it'll also mean that dudes will get better head, which might actually make them treat y'all a lot better, which might actually make for better relationships and everyone ends up being happy. Like you think about that, like, this was a massive win for everyone that Kenyan babes decided to throw away. And I'm not saying this to bash them, I'm just saying that this would have been a very good point in time to show your patriotism. Because they can talk about how Kenyan men are unromantic and how boring we are and how we don't know how to take care of a babe, we're not adventurous and we don't try new shit. Fine. And Kenyan babes can talk about how Kenyan women are just not good at being submissive or they have too much ego or they're disloyal. But this is one of those moments where we actually shut up. We didn't say anything about Kenyan babes not being able to do this shit. But guess what? This was a pretty good moment when the Kenyan babes let us down. So to be quite honest, if we can't recommend our own, then are we really any good? Like that's the question that I want to pose now because you think about it. When you're seated there with your group of girl besties and you're busy talking about how Kenyan men are shit and Kenyan men are the pits, do you really ever think to yourself that maybe it's how you treat Kenyan men or the kind of Kenyan men that you're interacting with? Because those two things can affect the entire thought process very, very differently. Because there's a lot of foreign babes that come through and they're like, you know what, Kenyan men are some of the best men ever. Just the same way that the opposite will occur with some of the foreign men on Kenyan women. Hell, even though you go into the LGBT, they might be saying the same exact thing. That Kenyan men are great or that Kenyan women are great. But guess what? We're too busy talking so much shit about ourselves that we're not really willing to look up and be like, you know what? Maybe it's the batch of Kenyan dudes that we're with, or maybe it's just this section of Kenyan guys that are hanging around this particular area that we don't like. Like, have babes ever sat down and thought to themselves that probably it's their selection choice that's the problem? Or do they think that they're the ones that will always make the good selections and us guys are just the bad choices all around? Like, I'll even pose this one to the Kenyan dudes. Is it that you guys have the wrong choices in babes? Or do you think that you're just in the wrong area in terms of finding good babes? Because at the end of it, you kind of think about it like us guys have each other. The babes that we're gonna get married to, the babes that we're gonna have kids with, the dudes that y'all are gonna get married to, the dudes that are gonna become your baby daddies, they're all mostly gonna be Kenyan. Like the highest chances is that they're gonna be Kenyan, not unless if you're out of the country. But do you ever really show any love and say, you know what, I might as well just go and look for a good one because I don't think they're all that bad. Or do you just go and look at the small subset of people that you go and roam around with at the same exact places at the same exact times for the same exact amount of time and suddenly think to yourself, you know what, these people are shit, I'll go and I'll look for the good ones from elsewhere. Like, maybe the problem is us and the kind of selection that we're doing and not necessarily the fact that there's actual bad ones. 
because there's a lot of good people here in Kenya that would make for great partners. And that probably should serve as the best conclusion for all of this. Because at the end of the day, like I said, we only have each other. Like I can get asked by my aunts from Uganda and Rwanda if I want a babe from there and I kinda have to think about that shit and I'm gonna be very honest, after talking about all of this, after contemplating the entire thing, I'm not gonna lie, but shit, I don't mind me a Ugandan or a Rwandese babe, cause damn, bruh, like I'm about the booty and I'm about the looks and all, and I'm not saying the Kenyan babes don't have it, but you know, diversity is a good thing, plus I already have the bloodline, so it's not really a bad thing for me. But I want to know your thoughts on this entire thing from your end. How do you feel about it? Would you want to go long term with a Kenyan dude or babe? Do you prefer dating a Kenyan dude or babe? Or are you the type of person that thinks that there's greener pastures out there? On Facebook, on IG, it is at Breaktime on Westside. On Twitter, it is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>